everybody, I'm Storm Team 2 Chief Meteorologist Rob Fowler. It's another edition of Get to Know, our community podcast where we get to know people in the community. And this edition is very special because we're getting to know a little bit more about some of our co-workers here at Channel 2. We've got Katie Turner and John Barron, the new host of Loving Living Local. It's a show that you can watch right here on News 2. And uh, guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Rob, thanks for Hi, having us. Hi, Rob. Of course, this is, this is a show that was started by Ashley Missouri, our friend, and Ashley has moved on to some other ventures. So you guys have stepped up and you're now the co-host of the show. Mm-hmm. And before we get into the show, let's get into you guys individually. Katie, I'll start with you because right. you've been here a little bit longer, but you came in as a graduate of the University of South Carolina into Go our Cops. news department. Yes. So tell us about um, what your journey has been like over these years through college and even before college. Well, before college, I uh, am from Blythewood, South Carolina, and in high school I was in the marching band. I played the flute and the piccolo. It was a big part of my identity because you meet so many cool people in band and it keeps you weird, is what (laughs) I like to say. Um, So in college, went to Carolina, had a great program, majored in broadcast journalism, and then I took the first job that I applied for, and it was here at Channel 2 as a digital reporter. And uh, Tell people what that means, because that's a new term that has come on the scene here in the last few years. Well, essentially, you're supposed to just report the news, and you're not supposed to go on air at all. You're supposed to just say digital. It's a lot of, you know, more feature stories, lighthearted stuff. And then you can kind of dive into those bigger stories that you have more time to do because you're not constantly beating the clock having to go on air. So I loved that for a good year and a half. And then I decided I wanted to kind of take on a new challenge. So I moved into the nightside reporter role. So that was hard news, breaking news all the time. And I know watching you uh, work, you had to go from point A to point B. Sometimes we would change your story in the middle of your shift. You watched it happen. I did. You're nightside with me. So it's a grind. That's what people describe it as. It's a grind. And so I was kind of getting to the point where I missed the creativity that I got to have with digital reporting and the things that, you know, are fun and come honestly naturally to me, which is not breaking hard news. (laughs) So this transition for you is a good transition because now you get to use that creativity and use it every single day and the deadlines are not the same, but you Mm -hmm. still have to produce what we call content. Yeah, it's a a night and day difference. We've only been in this, I've been doing it for two months and John's been here for about a month. And it's been a blast so far. I mean, we don't even feel like it's real half the time. All right, well, John, let's shift over to you because you're one of our newer members and you came in in a little different role. You came in as our sports director. Uh, And tell us how that transition has been from your days of doing sports now to uh, hosting this show. Yeah, Rob, I mean, I went to Savannah State. I played football there. But before that, I mean, in high school, I was just a jack of all trades. I played baseball, basketball football, soccer, really anything that I could play. And, and it led to a scholarship for Savannah State, so I had a good time with that. And sports have always been a huge part of my life. So obviously going into sports, I was over as a sports director over in Albany, Georgia. Took some time there, took a job here. And then for a year, I was a sports director at WCBD. But always this was kind of like the goal. I wanted to do something where I could, you know, spend a little more time on like feature stories, go out into the community and showcase a city. And really this is like a dream job, like Katie said, really honestly for a month, it, it, it has, it's like not hit us quite yet. But I mean, we've had some great times already with the Globetrotters and other stories that we've done and it's just been a lot of fun. 
So tell us about the show. What, uh, if you had to put it in a few words, what what is Loving Living Local all about? It's really about highlighting the low country, as cliche as that sounds. It's a lifestyle show. So we get to highlight people, places, and things that we love that matter to the community, but also we get to meet just the best people. And it's been it's been crazy so far because we have such a wide range of things that we talk about. One day we could be with the Globetrotters talking to one of their players on Zoom, and then the next day we could be in a jewelry store or eating a hearty sandwich, you know? Honestly, it is. It's really, it's just like a box of possibilities. Every single time they come back and tell us, hey guys, we got a story for you, or we got like something you guys can do, a new sponsorship, a new idea, and we get to go out, like she said, tell the story of the community and just see the faces and places and the stories behind each one that we do, just kind of highlighting a little bit of what South Carolina has to offer. Well, I've been lucky enough to be on your show in the hot seat, as you <laughs> yes, call it. I won't I make you guys eat that. anything hot, but uh, tell us about some other ideas that you have about uh, where you like the, the direction of the show to go. Well, a lot of it is going to be about the history and locating some of the things that, you know, Charleston does have to offer. A lot of those people who have, you know, featured and started right here in South Carolina, whether or not that's from businesses to restaurants to artists. And so we're highlighting a different way of knowing that when you come here into the low country, this is what we have to offer. And really, that's what we're doing is highlighting a lot of the stuff. I'm trying to, to fight for a little more sports-sided as well, you know, some of the golf courses and, and <laughs> right. things of that nature, but as well as some of our local community helpers as well with Goodwill and, and the aquarium and some more ideas that we're trying to pitch out. And Katie, what are some stories that you're looking forward to doing? And uh, I know you, I've seen you work, and you are very creative. You have Thank fun you. with everything you do. And, and I can see for both of you guys, this is a perfect role for uh, where you might take the show in the future. Well, uh, maybe not so much specific stories I'm excited to do, but I was going to talk about John and I are very goofy people, <laughs> and we like to think outside the box. And really, I, I sat down with myself one day and thought, like, what is my purpose on earth? What do I want to do? Because as a journalist, you want to inform people. But I really had to be honest, and I, I love to entertain people. I love to make people laugh, and if I get to, you know, teach somebody in the process of doing that about, you know, some cool thing, or, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a segment today about houseplants, because I love plants. <laughs> this is very selfish of me. Is there I'm something about houseplants plant we, we need to know more about? Yes, there is, Rob. Which ones are safe around pets? Because a lot of house plants are toxic to pets. So if your pet eats it, they can get sick, have to go to the hospital. You don't want a hospital bill for a dog that's going to run you up that much. Anywho. So in your childhood, were you the same way then as you are now? <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish my mom was here to answer that question. Exactly the same. I have always been just this obnoxious since I was a child. <laughs> that's what my entire family was. Always performing, always super loud, and... Um, yeah. I didn't know I wanted to work in TV news. I thought that I wanted to be a rock star and then a flower arranger, but there we are. <laughs> That's two ends of the spectrum right there. <laughs> Indeed. I had a lot of interests as a child. I still do to this day. What about you, John? John, what? A, yeah. I always pictured myself uh, taking the field in Bank of America Stadium, but, you mm -hmm. know, getting the opportunity to be on that field and tell the stories was fun, but this was always something that watching people like Family Feud and and you know people they get to go out in those history uh, the history channel and, and get to tell the stories of like you know countries and, and mm -hmm. places that's really what i wanted to do and i had fun with what i did in sports but honestly i can tell now that this was truly my passion and and what i've wanted to do is just 
is just sit down and talk about the history. I love the history of places and the things that they tell and the stories they have. Um, I, I just know that this is it. So this is a little bit different uh, from the daily grind of news, uh, where constantly every day you're coming up with new ideas and you have a deadline. It has to make the four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock news. Mm -hmm. You have a little bit more time to cultivate your stories. What's kind of a typical day like for you guys? Katie, I'll start with you. <laughs> There's no such thing as a typical day these days, but once we get everything ironed out and we're really in the groove of things, um, if we have a shoot that day, John and I will kind of plan. Sometimes we coordinate our outfits. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so we do a little planning beforehand, and we've, we've figured out that just a little bit of effort in terms of like creative planning and how we want to do things, what props we might need to bring to this shoot, it makes a world of difference when we're editing and putting things together. But um, we go out to the shoot. We know, we know when it is. We go and meet them. We go a little bit early. We set up all of our gear. It is a big thing of gear. And when you say shoot, that's terminology we use. Yes. So you're on location. I, I going on yeah. location. Going on location. It might be a client. It might be a local business. It might be a local venue that, that does some cool things. Indeed. Or they might even come here to the station and do an interview. Um, we've had a couple people do that so far. So we pretty much knock the, quote, shoot out where we interview them. We get what footage we need. We goof around and um, make sure we talk about all the things they want to talk about or that we want to talk about. And then we sweat and grunt as we pull the wagon back <laughs> up here. And then we start editing. Honestly, yeah. I mean, every day, every day is like really, it, it could be anything. I mean, we can have anywhere from two shoots, uh, you know, going on location and shooting two different things. And those can range from anything from a paid segment to something that we came up with our own ideas. Mm -hmm. And both of those were ranged from more of a, a commercial setting and talking a little bit more about what it is and opposed to an activity like with the Globetrotters where we did a FaceTime and we were out there playing basketball and you know playing pig and then talking about some of the creativity that they have so it could range from anything and and right now because of the Olympics we are in the slow part of our jobs mm -hmm. but that means that the sales team is grinding and getting us some of the the paid segments and unpaid segments that we've had for those ideas ready and up and running because it's probably gonna be a busy busy month in August so we're ready for it so a lot of people when they see you guys together the assumption is, oh, they get along, or, you know. Katie, describe John. Talk about why you think oh this combination will work on your end. Oh, John and I, I was actually really surprised that John and I got along as well as we did because we would see each other in the news department, but, you know, he was in his sports office. I was always in the digital den, and I was always, you know, a hermit wanting to work on my stuff. So we didn't really know how we were going to how do you say, vibe on camera. <laughs> I like that. But we'd had a little tester where we did the Hardee's, where we had to do a taste test, and it just flowed. I mean, we, we got really lucky because we get along. The only qualm I have with John <laughs> is that John has never been to a Goodwill. I haven't gone to a Goodwill. I thought you were going to say that I was a Florida fan. I that was a oh, no. He hasn't gone to a Goodwill, and I pretty much shop at Goodwill on a daily, if not, you know, weekly basis. She's going to change that, apparently. I'm going to go into a Goodwill, and we're going to do a show or a, a segment on that. So I You're going to be dressed go, by Goodwill. I'm go yes. in for we're a Goodwill, and I'm going to be a fashion show model or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, John, talk about Katie, because uh, Honestly, obviously yeah. I've known Katie a little bit longer, and I've seen, I've seen her, uh, you know, her strengths, definitely. 
And Katie was right. I mean, whenever I came in, really, she was on that back end of being able to go from the digital to the main reporter. So I never got to see her in her, her natural setting and how, like, she was. So, I mean, we literally did. I mean, she was in her office, and I'm in my office on complete opposite sides of the station. So, yeah, I was like, man, I you know, honestly, I don't think we've ever really interacted. I didn't know how it was going to be. But she's right. After the Hardy's commercial, I felt comfortable. And I felt like, okay, like, we actually – like connect really well during this and we can definitely talk and, and just kind of like go off of each other's like you know emotions and activities like that I knew exactly how how it was going to go and I was like alright we can do this well you guys are in a separate part of our building you have your own section mm -hmm. uh, I come to visit because Katie provides uh, jelly, jelly beans, beans. <laughs> uh, you gotta come so beans. I love seeing you guys but uh, the jelly beans you know that's that's a you it's know, our way of getting it's an incentive to get you back there but mm -hmm. um, so what are you guys thinking of in the future? I know you have a big board, you've got ideas. Let's say oh someone's gosh. listening to this podcast and they think maybe I have something that, that might work on your program. What's, what's kind of the process? We want to do more stuff with animals <sighs> yes. and cooking. Okay. He and I have a lot of very interesting uh, things yeah. that we both really like. Like you said, she's two months in, I'm a month in, and yeah. these are we've thrown maybe, I would honestly say a realistic number 12 ideas at them. And a bunch of them have already stuck, and some of them are in the works, and some of them we've learned, like, okay, we'll move on from here. But, I mean, sales is, like, already kind of, like, working to get a lot of this stuff. And I think in August, heading into September, we're going to see a lot of our ideas turn into paid segments because, like, we have a bunch. And I do mm -hmm. want to say a couple of them, but in case they don't work out, I don't want to say <laughs> We can keep that on the down The one right I will now. say, though, is, is those that want to see Rob Fowler try some some hot wings is a low country oh, hot seat segment coming up in August. I can disclose that, that that's already been taped. That's so, already been uh, done. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm still alive, so that's that's, that's a little, you know, maybe it's incentive to, to listen. Tale. So, um, and, and probably to describe to our audience, when you say paid segments, you know, obviously the TV station runs, we make commercials, but we have some of our uh, segments of our programming, including your show, where clients can come in and they can buy a block of time and, mm -hmm. and they get a little bit more time as opposed to a commercial and they get to show their personality and maybe a little bit more inside of their job. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The way I describe it is, uh, say before I was doing a news story on a restaurant and this restaurant is fantastic. If I go to the restaurant and I'm working in news and I'm a reporter, I have to say, you know, people are saying this restaurant is so fantastic, the food is incredible, and I've been talking to multiple people who say this. If I do a segment now with that restaurant, even if it's paid or unpaid, I can go in and say, this restaurant is fantastic. Okay. I can say my opinion, and I'm never going to say anything that I you know, don't believe myself. We make sure to you know, keep it 100, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, it is, it, it's nice to be able to go in and you know, come up with your ideas and, and the ways that you want to do things and it actually flow well. And if it doesn't, you know, they tell us, hey, you know what? We tried it, didn't work out, we're going to move on. But honestly, it is. It's, it's really nice to come in with some ideas and they're all ears. You know, they, they're like, absolutely, yeah. you know, like, let's give this a go. Let's see if it works. And so far, some of them have really worked out and others are in the process. But I think that, you know, there's going to be some changes. You know, Ashley did such a great job of, like, building the foundation and told us when oh we gosh, first started really that, that she wanted us to go through a new ceiling and set a new bar. And, and I think we're doing a good job of that so far. So you get to do it in what I consider the best place on this planet. Charleston has so much to offer. Um, 
in terms of our city and where we live in the low country, what are some of the really cool things that you want to jump right into? Oh gosh, we want to do, um, definitely we're going to do some Boone Hall Fright Night. Are you going to go into the haunted house? Yes. Okay. I went last year and it was fantastic. Um, we definitely want to do something with the aquarium. I'm trying to think of some other things that are, that are unique to Charleston. Well, we want to feature a lot of our local artists. And when I say that, yeah. anything from musicians to our, I would say artists, because I, I mean, you know. Artists, artists. Artists, and artists. Painters and, and photographers. Yeah, and that's what we want to show is, is really to highlight the low country. I mean, that's exactly what we want to do is to showcase, you know, what you're not going to be able to find anywhere else. And that's going to be what we're doing is those artists and those, you know, those guitar singers and, and all in between. I mean, that's that's what we want to do is, is to showcase what we have. So tell us where we can find the show, where we can watch the show, and uh, what people have to look forward to when they see the show. Weekdays at 1230, <laughs> and then count slash, I believe, Living Local. We have our own little tabs so if you go to countonto.com. So, and on our social media, we Indeed. have our Instagram at well, John Barron, Katie Turner, thank you guys so much for being our guest on the Get to Know podcast. We've gotten to know a little bit more about you, and I look forward to what the future holds for Loving Living Local. Thank Absolutely, you, Rob. Rob. Thank you. Okay, thank you guys for joining us, and make sure you tune in to Loving Living Local 1230 weekdays right here at WCBD. I'm Storm Team 2 Chief Meteorologist Rob Fowler. Until next time, may all your days be sunny.